0: The Property Crowd. Hello and welcome to The Property Crowd with Romans and Mortgage Scout, part of the Leaders Romans Group, one of the largest and most successful lettings and estate agents, specializing in sales, lettings, mortgages, and more.
1: Lots to get through on this episode. I think if you're selling in a market where prices have adjusted a little bit you're buying in a market where prices have adjusted a little bit so you know there there will always be people wanting to buy and sell and this
0: my
2: haddock and chips is 21 pounds genuinely will i be having those efficient chips no because actually that 21 pounds can help towards my mortgage
0: payments All of that and more on the way. So let's meet our panel, Scott Caldwell and Sarah Thompson. Scott is Area Sales Manager with the Leaders Romans Group. And Sarah is Managing Director of Mortgage Scout. Sarah, Scott, hello to you. I oh, am yeah. good to have you with us. Listen, we'd be failing miserably if we didn't start off talking about interest rates because they are doing all manner of crazy things, Sarah.
2: Indeed, they are. Ian. We're actually calling it a mortgage jungle at the moment. Yeah. Rates are changing on an hourly, daily basis. The lenders are changing rates. Lenders being advised by the Office of National Statistics to relook at affordability. So yes, very very busy in the mortgage market at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I would imagine Scott that's uh, I mean it's not easy is it when you're, you know, putting things together for clients or, you know, advising people, talking to various elements of the industry that you're wanting to do business with. Is it fair to say there's a bit of an instability there at the moment?
1: We'd be foolish to think that the recent news surrounding, you know, mortgage rates deals etc hasn't put a a, a dent in you know buyer demand at the moment, but you know I'm right in thinking Sarah lenders still want to lend, right? You know that that's that that's the deal, isn't it? The lenders still want to lend the money. It's it's completely different from you know previous um, situations we've been in, in the past where they just didn't want to lend. They still want to lend. It's just that uncertainty around the rates at the moment, isn't it?
2: There's an absolute propensity for the lenders to lend at the moment. I think the only thing they're concerned about is the affordability, um, which is actually quite caring for the clients but there are a number of things that people can do in this challenging mortgage market to keep costs low and so it's not as despondent as all the publicity is, is insinuating at the moment
0: yeah i mean i was about to just add into that scott people who are lending are in the business to lend right i mean they're not they're not in the business of not wanting to do what they set up to do
1: no of course and 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 look you know Whatever the market, and, and I've worked in, you know, the estate agency business since the kind of mid to late 80s and, um, you know, been through similar situations before and a lot worse. And people always still want to buy and sell houses. You know, the fundamental reasons behind people's motivations for buying and selling a property will, will always remain the same. You know, people, if they want to move, if, they have, if their family's expanding, they want to move from a two bedroom property to a, a three or four bedroom property those reasons don't go away. So people will generally find a way to make any situation work. And, yeah. and that's what we need to do now as an agent, you know, that hopefully will become more of a trusted advisor to clients is, is to help them through this whole process by looking at every angle. And recently, I sat in on a uh, a mortgage appointment with one of my clients who, who was happy for me to do so. And, and actually, it was a while since I've done that. And it was quite it was quite reassuring to know that, you know, we're not just in the hard business of selling property. You know, the mortgage advisor actually sat down there and went through in quite great detail, you know, their monthly expenditure, you know, what they're spending on uh, entertainment, going out, you know, shopping, bills, utilities, that type of thing, because we do genuinely want clients to have a life as well as a home you know so I, I think all these things are there to, to hopefully guide people through what is you know definitely a challenging time but we're optimistic about you know the fact that people are still going to want to sell it and, and buy
0: of course, and Sarah, just to, to feed into that, I mean, people may find that there are just different mortgage deals around with that. Because some, you know, there were those big headlines after the mini budget that you know, withdrew, mortgage deals have been withdrawn, but that didn't mean they didn't exist. I mean, businesses are allowed to modify and change and react to the market accordingly.
2: Ian, you're absolutely spot on. Yes, so yes, some deals did get taken away. Quite a lot did, but only while the banks and building societies were readjusting. But I think, as you insinuated, there's a number of things that people can actually do. So you can look at longer term mortgages. You can look at perhaps doing a bit interest only, a bit repayment. You can look at tracker rates. There are a number of things that can actually be done in this market. And we're becoming a lot more advice led, advice driven. And it's all about the clients and fitting in, enabling them to do their buy to let or their let to buy or purchase their home.
0: And shopping around, I guess, is crucial, Scott, isn't it? And Now, I don't know if you saw this. There was a a woman on Question Time on the telly the other day who kind of bleated out that she'd been quoted, I don't know, a 10 point something percent interest rate, which, well, no one seems to believe it was true. But she'd said this and just sort of said it almost anecdotally. And then the newspapers picked up on it. Oh, my goodness. This is a... And then suddenly you've got this flurry of, wow, is that what it's going to look like? But And loads of people countered with really sobering, uh, intelligent responses saying, no, that's not true. I've just got a really good interest rate. I'm fine with it. So it is a case of looking around and not always listening to mischief.
1: Well, uh, look, you know, we we all know that the the media love to pick up on anything negative surrounding the housing market because it it impacts on so many different areas of people's lives, doesn't it? And, 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 you know, a person's home is always going to be their castle, um, as the saying goes. So it, it's really, really important for people to you know, get this right. So, you know, yeah, correct advice and having access to a mortgage advisor that will really guide you through the whole process and will look at all the options that are available to you. I and mean, there's so many different rates, so many different options and, and variables that are out there for people. So, you know, for example, I know from speaking to Sarah, that we've got some access to exclusive rates that people won't get on the high street. So it's, it's just vital at the moment you get the right advice from people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you know, the, the housing market, the property market, the interest rates, Sarah, I mean, it's, you know, the, the realities of contemporary living is that, you know, th- things do have a little bump in the road sometimes. And I've certainly thought looking and interviewing people like yourselves that, you know, despite some of those headlines that that, that Scott was just referring to, that this is still actually a buoyant market.
2: Uh, no absolutely and and you know we're looking at rates now well these were the comparable rates that people were paying 14 years ago
0: yeah exactly
2: so old people like myself you know <laughs> we're used to these rates and we can help guide people through the, the mortgage maze but I think the message is, is that people do buy houses to be their homes people yeah. will have to move up market they've gone from having no children to having more children. So it's going to become a very much advice driven, listen to your local estate agents, listen to your mortgage brokers, take guidance um, and, and listen to the experts. It was interesting, Ian. I heard Martin Lewis say the other day that actually mortgage brokers are like liquid gold at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so you know for me that's a bit of you know he's pointing people in the direction of go and speak to mortgage brokers because they have access yeah. to loads of
0: lessons. Well, a- absolutely right yeah and it's worth just asking the question scott isn't
1: it yeah, absolutely and that's absolutely you know the same applies to, to your agent at the moment you know they really do i mentioned earlier you know about becoming a trusted advisor that is definitely the relationship i think will change with between yeah. a client and an agent over the next couple of years because people are Really going to be wanting to have that advice. I mean, look, the truth of the matter is, if you get a good property onto the market and it's correctly priced, and and let's face it, the next six to nine months is going to be particularly crucial. That when you launch a property to the market, you can't just rely on you know the property portals to do their job. You know, it it, it used to be we've all been used to a market over the last year or so where sure. you has got a good property, you market it the right way, you get it looking good, it goes on the web, and you'll have an influx of buyer inquiries and, and generally leads to multiple viewings and multiple offers. OK, those days are probably in the short term behind us for a little while. So yep. you, you're going to really have to pick an agent based on, you know, their knowledge of the market the strategies that they've got in place. And those strategies can't be the same as they were six months ago because it's a different market. So of course. choosing an agent is is going to be particularly crucial at the moment because they have to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And that's not going to be the same way that it was two or three months ago. Absolutely. It's certainly not going to be
0: let's talk a bit about the property market itself then i mean sarah this is the uh, the unstoppable market as it's been even we were talking about this uh, a couple of weeks ago on one of my radio shows that you know even in 2008 when there was the crash i mean there was a little bit of a dent but i mean it wasn't huge and it certainly wasn't long lasting and you know property has had this it's its own kind of ecosystem where despite whatever is going on around it it continues to just keep moving upwards. The demand is high. A few headlines at the moment. There might be a little bit of a slowdown in that respect. How are you finding it? And what's the scene look like from your perspective?
2: From a mortgage perspective, um, I do concur with with what Scott's saying with regards to the estate agency and letting side. You know, It's got to be those trusted experience estate agents, because I think valuations will have a key moving forward. We're beginning to see a couple of valuations from the lenders coming back with not massive decreases, but there are slight little blips in what their valuations are. What's interesting, though, Ian, when you mentioned 2008, is that there was a liquidity issue then. There wasn't the money to lend, whereas, of course, now there's lots of money to lend. So it's just about making sure it's affordable for the clients and the house prices are matching what is fair and reasonable, according to all the surveyors as well.
1: I would just add to that as well. I I think we're in a situation now where, you know, everybody's um, it's well documented, you know, what's happened to house prices over the last couple of years that we are in a situation now where I would say the vast majority of our clients that are existing homeowners have probably far more equity in their property than they've had for for quite some time. So, you know, as long as we've got to remember that when you're selling in a market, if there is an adjustment in values, and there's probably likely to be some calling off on on prices uh, over the next you know, 9 to 12 months. That's probably inevitable. But I don't think it's going to be the the numbers. We're certainly not predicting, you know, a dramatic crash as described in some parts of the media. We think, you know, capital economics um, predicted that prices might fall, you know, by 5% between 2023 and 2024. So, you know, that's a fairly modest decrease when you consider some of the increases that we've seen over the last, you know, two or three years. So, I think if you're selling in a market where prices have adjusted a little bit, you're buying in a market where prices have adjusted a little bit. Of course. Bit. So, so yeah. ultimately, it's it's that old, you know, adage that it's, it's completely relative. And and it, it is. So, you know, there, there will always be people wanting to buy and sell.
0: Yeah. And, and Sarah, just, I mean, on that point, back to in the same way we were discussing with mortgages, you know, nobody should be running for the hills and howling at the moon because there's sometimes a a, a change in the the valuation of a certain property. I mean, this is a, there's a, a fluid business and once in a while things will recalibrate and that's just how it is. But at the moment, I, I'm not really getting any sense that there's a, a panic that should be set in right now.
2: We're seeing absolutely no panic at all, In to be fair, at the moment. Yep. I mean, there's obviously the lenders are changing their rates on an hourly basis, as I mentioned earlier. So it's all about ensuring that we're capturing those rates at the right time for the clients. But at the moment, genuinely, it is all about affordability. It's can these clients afford this house on this mortgage? And inevitably, the answer will be yes, but it may mean, I went and had fish and chips last night, and I just come back from Manchester, my haddock and chips and scampion chips from the Chip shops by the street. I know stage, where you're going. It's twenty-one pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'm not doing that. So, genuinely. Will I be having those efficient chips? No, because actually that £21 yeah. pounds can help towards my mortgage payments.
0: Yeah. In 1943, you could have bought a house for £21. <laughs> pounds, just to uh, put some context in there as well. It's, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, what what the heck happened to the fish and chip market? That used to be your cheap and tasty takeaway snack. How did that get to That's £20 so pounds for
1: chips? It wasn't fish and chips, Ian. It was caviar. Oh, it of course it was.
0: Yeah. Sarah's favorite, the old carrier. You didn't mention that, Sarah, did you? But in terms of where it goes next and, you know, this talk of a cooling, you mentioned 2022, 23, 24, that kind of uh, sort of area of life. I mean, again, these are the realities of the property world. No one, despite the media scare stories, is, is really within the property industry is seeing anything like some of those headlines, Scott.
1: No, we're not. Look, you, you, at the moment, you, there are more properties being reduced or having their prices corrected recently. But I think that you know that's inevitable after you know some of the headlines that we've seen, and people are going to be nervous about of course, you know, to do it and what to do. So, so like I said, there's been a, a dent in buyer demand, but at the moment, regionally, we're certainly seeing, and I, I, I'm responsible for offices that cover Surrey, Hampshire, Berkshire, and, and West London, and you know so all still- the
0: cheaper areas then
1: <laughs> well yeah yeah absolutely so so, so, so we're, we're, we're still seeing that you know like i said good properties coming to the market if you get that if you get the right advice from day one and that's that's really really important at the moment you know whenever a property comes onto the market the first everybody knows the first four to six you know to eight weeks of marketing are crucial if you're going to get the best price you can so you, you know we we have to make sure that we're furnishing you know, clients with the right facts and the right information, so they can of make informed decision about the way forward. So it, it's a question of, in the past, people have been used to probably in in the you know recent past have been used to being able to push the value of their property beyond yep. perhaps what you'd reasonably expect because the demand was so high. Of course, it's probably more of a case now where you've got to get that price right because it's going to be more competitive for sellers. Yep. So we are we have moved from you know perhaps a seller's market into you know more of a buyer's market. Um, but that doesn't mean you have to sell your property you know, under value or cheaply. It doesn't mean that. It's just about getting that strategies in place from day one for marketing to get the price right. So when you launch it to the market, you strike a really good balance between maximizing what you're going to achieve for it and not going overboard and just being out of sync with other similar properties that may have been recently sold or, or currently available at the moment. So yeah. that's why our job as an agent is become, going to become even more important to, to a potential seller.
0: Absolutely. And in terms of confidence, Sarah, it's interesting. I I work with a lot of 20-somethings who are obviously looking at that for, you know, will will they get on the property ladder? And some of the news around lately has actually been rather encouraging because they've looked at the market and thought, well, there might be a little bit of a cooling. That's good for us as first-time buyers. There's a stamp duty incentive just recently been thrown in as well. So there's actually some really positive headlines out there for some.
2: No, absolutely, and, and spot on, especially with regards to first-time buyers. For first-time buyers at the moment, it's about getting the advice because what they were told last week they could afford. If there's been the tweaks in the interest rates or affordability, I yeah. think it's just checking, not just. I'm, I'm not suggesting daily, but please don't don't expect your AIP that you got two weeks ago to be strong today. It may well have changed, so it is good news for first-time buyers with the stamp duty. And they are buying their first home, so actually everyone's prepared to make compromises when you buy your first home, so no fish and chips.
0: Let's finally have a look then at advice for those looking to buy or sell in the near future, uh, because this is a a huge area. I mean, we touched on quite a lot of it there, uh, but... What are you saying, Scott, to clients, that to people who are just picking up the phone, they're calling leaders, they're saying, look, we, we'd just like to get an idea of what we should be doing. We don't want to jump in feet first. We're seeing headlines that we're not quite sure whether they're true or not. What is the, what's the rule of thumb right now up there for buyers and sellers?
1: Well, for buyers, there's only one place to start. It's as simple as that. You've got to get some advice on you know, mortgages, affordability, and all the rest of it. It's, it's literally pointless, even entering into any dialogue with an agent or, or thinking about buying unless you've researched your facts thoroughly at the moment. So, you know, first port of call for us is when we're we're talking to people about potentially buying, we're saying that when was the last time you had some advice? You know, what advice have you taken? You need to be speaking to, you know, the right type of advisors to look at all the deals that are out there. And, you know, let's have a look at that affordability factor, as Sarah mentioned earlier, to make sure that, as we say, they are still going to have a a life after buying a property. So it it definitely starts with, you know, getting the right advice. And and fortunately for us, you know, we do have access to some brilliant mortgage advisors with some fantastic deals. So, you know, that's, that's generally not an issue for us. I'd always say that once you've got your finances clear and set up and you know exactly the numbers that you're looking at and the value of the properties you want to buy, research the area, you know, make sure that you are, you know, within your budget, the properties that you're looking at fit. The criteria that they want—they don't look out of sync with other prices, you know, because that's going to become obvious to buyers. Buyers quite quickly become, you know, experts on on property values when they're actually looking to actively, um, you know, buy a property. So they they are seeing probably more properties than than an average agent because they're viewing properties across the board. So they can clearly pick up when something is out of sync or overpriced or or, or not sitting where it needs to. So, you know, as as a buyer, research your prices, research the areas you know, have a dialogue with your agent, get to know your agent. You want to know about those good properties coming to the market. You want to know about the properties that are correctly priced. You know, make sure that you're 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 kind of keeping yourself in the mind of the agent by being in regular dialogue. You know, there's no point at the moment ignoring a call from an agent if you're actively searching to buy. So it starts with the finances, research your area and your values and the property types, and then get to know your agent and work with an agent you think is going to be you know, helpful through that process.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say on that point, Sarah, I mean, it's great. You know, a lot of people just, they bank with a certain bank and they just assume and they go there and they get a very nice service and they trust it and I get that and that kind of makes sense and if that's right for some people, fantastic. But having a broker there who has access to a range of lenders is that the more you think about it, it's crucial right now, right?
2: Oh, no, absolutely. And I think, and not just, and you're absolutely right, you know, the banks and bills and they do offer – um great deals, but they can only offer the deals that that bank or Bumsati can offer on that day, whereas brokers will have access to those lenders plus a multiple of other lenders. So it is it is always worth your while speaking to a broker just yeah. if only to see what other deals are available.
0: Well, I was going to say, I mean, it's very nice that you can walk into your nice high street bank and speak to somebody over the counter and and, and they may, you know, they'll know their own turf and they know their own customer base. But I mean, the point is, Scott, talking to people like yourself, uh, it's not just knowing where those deals are, but it's kind of knowing the overarching industry, isn't it? Because that's really important right now.
1: I mean, look, luckily for us, we we have so many different divisions within the you know Leaders Romans group, you know, from surveyors to lettings to land new homes, you know, shared ownership. So we, we've we really got access to every particular aspect that you could possibly require when you're looking to either buy or sell. So and, and the advice to sellers at the moment really is very similar to, to what it would be for a buyer. You know, you've got to, you know, look at the mortgage deals that are out there, look at the penalties that you might have, any redemption penalties you may have look at the type of properties that you, you know, want to move to and make sure that it is, you know, financially viable and also lifestyle wise, you know, it's going to kind of add to your your life and enhance your life to to take that step to the next property. And if, if all those things fall into place, then, you know, you've got to be optimistic about selling. It's as simple as that. You know, I think there's energy saving packages that have come into play recently, which have probably happened at exactly the right time when they're needed. You know, we touched on earlier about stamp duty thresholds changing. You know, there are, some significant savings to be made when you're buying and selling at the moment. So, you know, a, a, as long as everything falls into place in terms of the finances, you know, the agent that you're working with and the properties that you're looking to buy, it's as good as time as any to, to make that move.
0: And I guess Sarah, speaking to somebody that you trust because you know uh, the extensive knowledge that they have around the wider area, that's got to be a big plus, hasn't it? In this current climate, particularly.
2: I think it's all about trusting the advice that you've been given and look for experienced advisors. Of course, Mortgage Gap, we have incredibly experienced mortgage advisors, but it's the little tweaks that that you can do as well to help people get on the ladder. So you know perhaps look at a, a slightly longer term short term and also because um we've got a massive lettings division there's a number of people who will say perhaps we should look at doing a buy to let or um we have a buy to let division and it's really interesting a lot of landlords are coming to us at the moment saying look can i take some money out of some of these houses and go and purchase yeah. some other ones um, and can we remortgage so you know being part of the leaders romans group as, as scott has insinuated all of the little bits of us actually help the client generally.
0: Sure.
1: It's a genuine 360 service that we can provide to people. And I just think, you know, moving into, let's face it, choppy waters or uncertain times, whatever you want to say, you know, everybody, it's on everybody's mind, you know, the, the the financial situation they're in at the moment, the cost of living crisis and all the rest of it. it. It is so, so important to to get, you know, the best possible advice on all aspects of the market. It's not just a simple matter of, right, I'm going to go with, you know, the cheap agent or the cheap mortgage advisor. Sometimes the best advice comes at an initial outlay. But I've always said to people in, you know, 30 odd years in the property industry, I've always said to clients, the biggest investment you can make when you're buying and selling is your agent. You know, you get that bit wrong, and it's going to impact on the whole whole journey. So it's super important to get that right now.
0: Uh, let's just remind everybody of where they can get in touch Scott.
1: yeah go to romans.co.uk for our website some really useful pages on there you know buying guides information on you know any aspect of, of the buying and selling process so it's a great it's a great resource to have.
0: Great and Sarah for more focused mortgage detail.
2: Please go on to our Mortgage Scout website, which is www.mortgagescout.co.uk. And it's got loads of live feed, so you can find out what current interest rate's doing. It's got some great landing pages to give advice on first-time buy and new investors, etc. So, no,
1: it's a great website.
0: Fantastic. Guys, thank you. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you, Ian. And that is it for this episode. A big thank you to Scott Cogwell and Sarah Thompson. And we'll see you on the next episode.
1: The Property Crowd. Find out more at
0: lrg.co.uk